Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and Brother Bill is here, and Brother Marshall is here, and all of you are here, and I'm glad the Lord woke you up in time. Amen. Amen. And the Lord is here. Yes. And the Lord is here. Amen. Amen. Welcome, welcome, everyone, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's been an interesting week, and I want to thank the Lord that no matter what happens, he keeps us in perfect peace when our minds are stayed on him. So before we get started, right now, we're going to cast every little itty-bitty, teeny-weeny care and concern that we have on the Lord right now. That's right. Everyone has to do it for themselves, regardless of your age. Right now, everything that's bothered you at all, you're going to have to call some things out, whatever they are, the repair job, the car the relatives, whatever it is, you're going to have to call it out. Pain in your body, you're going to have to call it out. Amen. Whatever it is, you're going to have to call it out right now. You're going to have to open your mouth and say it out loud to the Lord. And you're going to have to cast it on him. You're going to have to hand it off to him. That means you're going to have to let go of it. You're going to have to let go of it right now. So we're just going to take a minute, and everybody's going to pass their cares off and cast them on the Lord. You're going to hand them over to him, and you're going to take your hands off of them. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We want to thank you, Lord. Thank you that we can cast every single care upon you, no matter how tiny it is. So you can't find your toenail clipper. We're casting that on the Lord in the name of Jesus. You can't find the brush that you were using. We're casting that on the Lord in the name of Jesus. We just want to thank you, Lord, and we give you praise. We thank you. As we cast our cares upon you, Lord, we choose to trust you. We choose to trust you with every issue, every item, every concern. What we did, what we could have done, what we should have done, what we didn't do, we want to praise the Lord for you right now. We want to cast our care on the Lord in the chat room. Everybody needs to be casting their burden on the Lord right now in Jesus' name. Everybody needs to be casting their cares 
on the Lord right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Because we're not moving forward until we're in unity. And so everybody in the chat room, everybody that's not in the chat room, we need to be casting our cares on the Lord right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We're choosing to trust you, Lord, as an act of our will. We're choosing to trust you, Lord, by an act of our will. We're doing it deliberately. We're doing it deliberately. We're doing it deliberately. It's an act of our will. And we're choosing to trust you. We're choosing to trust you. We're making a decision in our heart to trust you. And we're letting go of the issue, Lord. We're letting go right now. We're leaving it in your hand because you are far more capable than we will ever be or have ever been. So we cast all of our cares upon you. And we rest in you, Lord. And we trust you, Lord. And we know that you have it. You've got it. Our hands are off of it now. And we're coming into humility and into obedience. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for the peace that comes when we obey you. Thank you, Lord, for the peace and the grace that comes when we humble ourselves. And we obey you. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you. You're our burden bearer, Lord. You're our burden bearer. And so we allow you to bear our burdens. You took them to Calvary for us. They were nailed to the cross. And so We release right now all of this tension in our body that we've been carrying because we've been trying to do it on our own and we've been trying to do too much. We release all of this undue tension that's been built up in our body because we have been trying to do too much on our own. We repent of that, Lord. And we come back into the boundaries that you have made for us. You've given us the mind of Christ. You've given us your peace, not the peace that the world gives, but your peace. The peace that mounts guard in our hearts and minds. And so, Lord, we receive your peace. Where we were in pain, we receive your peace. Where we were worried, we receive your peace. Where we were anxious, we receive your peace. Where we didn't know what to do, we receive your peace, Lord. When we didn't get it done, but we had good intention, we receive your peace, Lord. We receive your peace. And we come together 
as the body of Christ before you, humbling ourselves, dependent upon you, thanking you for the cross, thanking you for the blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that pride is leaving right now. Pride is leaving right now in Jesus' name. And humility, true humility, is taking its place. We want to thank you for that. We want to thank you for that, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father. In Jesus' holy name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, I release a blessing over your people as we participate together in the love of God, in the peace of God, in the joy of the Lord. We thank you, Lord, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So having cast all of our care upon you, we receive the grace. We receive the healing. We receive the power. We receive the strength that you have for us, Lord. Amen. We receive the power that you have for us. And we give you praise, glory, and honor for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Well, good evening to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Internet Church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and on Sundays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America. Amen? In the United States of America. And whatever time it happens to be in your time zone, wherever you are in the world, We want to thank the Lord for you. We want the Lord to bless you tonight. We want your faith to grow. We want you to come to see and to understand things that you have not received before in Jesus' name. For the Lord is here. He's in our presence. He's in our midst to do miracles in his people. And we thank him for it in the name of Jesus Christ. Saints in your prayer languages. Father, we bind the distracted mind, the straying thought, the preoccupation with whatever came before. We bind that in Jesus' name. And we free our minds, Lord, to hear from you, to receive from you, to believe you, and to trust you all the more in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord. All saints in your prayer languages right now, 
Rele radio soon that a broca baba baba baroca de ribrishi. Race that a broca de ribrosa lady. Red that a broca baba baba baroca de diosu to rubricia. Yariki la radiosun de ribrisha de ribroca de diosuta. Ki baba baba barosa lady and de race that a dioso coche. Yara la radiosun de ribrike set at a broca sit at a bri. Salariosun de ribrike de diosun de rabaraha lady ocoto. Father, we lift up our brothers and sisters that are still joining us. Help them to drop their cares, Lord, and to cast them on the Lord in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. We trust you with our minds, Lord. We trust you with our hearts. We trust you with our spirit. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord. We want to thank you for tonight's broadcast, Lord. We want to thank you for the word that you're bringing to us tonight. We want to thank you, Father. That you're our healer, and you heal wherever we've been afflicted. The Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Father, we thank you, and we know that you answer our prayers, and it's your desire for your children to be well and to be victorious. We want to thank you, Lord. We bless your name. Because you, we don't want to forget all your benefits, the benefits of the body of Christ, the benefits of the fellowship of the saints, and the benefits of being healed, who forgives all of our iniquities, who healeth all of our diseases. Sometimes our diseases are directly connected to our sin life, saints. So we need to come before the Lord and repent. If we don't know what to repent for, we might want to ask him. We might want to ask him, Lord, what do I need to repent of? Because we don't always know how to pray as we ought. We want to thank you, Lord, that you anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. We want to thank you, Lord. When they came to you, you made them clean. We want to thank you, Lord, for releasing faith in your people to be healed. You are the strength of our life, Lord, and we depend upon you. Whatever we ask, we receive of you because we choose to keep your commandments and to do those things that are pleasing in your sight. You say to us, Lord, that if two of us shall agree on earth as touching anything that they ask, it shall be done by you in heaven. 
We thank you, Lord, that healing is released when there's no anxiety of the mind and there's absolute confidence in your ability and your love for us. Amen. For we were bought with a price. Therefore, we glorify God in our body and in our spirit. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we lift up to you everyone who's had difficulty calling in or connecting with their computer. We take authority, dominion, and power over turbulence in the airways. We bind the prince of the power of the air. We bind Bozy. We bind all technology devils. We bind all of the technology devils in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their interference. We bind their hindrances. And we release clear airways. Clear airways. Thank you, Father, for clearing the airways so that everyone will be able to listen and hear without interruption in Jesus' name. We plead the blood of Jesus over every person's device. We bind any spirit that would cause ringing in the ears so that you can't hear. Any spirit that would interfere with the transmission of the truth of the word of God. We take authority, dominion, and power over it in Jesus' name, and we forbid it to continue. We send it bound in the cage to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. All attacks we return to sender in Jesus' name. Every attack we return to the sender now. In the name of Jesus, every attack goes back right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack goes back according to the covenant in Jesus' holy name. Every attack must go back. Every attack we've endured today and yesterday and the day before, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, come up and out of the people of God, and return from whence you came in the name of Jesus according to the covenant. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We are You have called us to freedom, freedom in Jesus Christ. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. Father, we trust you with our financial situation, whatever they may be. We thank you for your continued provision for us and your covering over our lives. We plead the blood of Jesus over the over the tax season for our membership in Jesus' name. We plead the blood of Jesus. We pray that they can find every piece of paper or every piece of information that they need in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for positive outcomes where the taxes are concerned in the name of Jesus. We bind every devil to the contrary. Break it in Jesus' name. 
Lord, every spirit of confusion is bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit of frustration and anxiety is bound in the name of Jesus Christ. All stress is bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask you to release the grace upon your people, Lord, that their business affairs will come into order. Hey, hallelujah. According to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord, we want to thank you and give you praise, Lord. We want to thank you and we give you praise. Hallelujah. Everything in our life, Lord, that is out of order. Hey, hallelujah. We call it into divine order. According to the word of God in Jesus' name, we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. And we give you honor. We want to thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we bind the devils that are attacking and have attacked us because we've come in contact with persons that are demon-possessed. We bind those devils in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind those devils in the name of Jesus Christ. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his power in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks And we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils That bring them to, to them for eternity We bind all trafficking demons All reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar devils All electronic and digital demons, technology demons and their attacks We bind all leviathan spirits and their attacks Kundalini spirits and their attacks Even their psychic attacks all water and marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits, all seducing, womanizing, and whoredom spirits and their attacks, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all the voices of the stranger in their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. 
We take authority, dominion, and power over all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you in Jesus' holy name. We bind all trolls and all spies and all peeps and listeners in the name of Jesus Christ. We disable you now. In the name of Jesus. We bind all EMF attacks. Everything coming off the cell lights and the cell towers. Everything released into the atmosphere by the demonic realm. In the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils, all charm, all the voices of the charmers and the voices of the strangers, we bind you in Jesus' name. All mystic rituals in their intent, we bind all 5G in the name of Jesus. Turn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic art, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, indigenous groups, tribal groups, undiscovered groups, magic from Asian cultures, Caribbean, Latin American, black and white magic, we bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. And we turn you over to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bind all Mogellan's attacks and return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind every devil responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus we bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship. We bind all witchcraft dedications in Jesus' name. We bind the formation of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs. Trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land and the gods of the groves. And every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, we bind you in Jesus' name. We bind the transference of evil spirits, mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, Expose, stop, assassinate, divide, defile, corrupt, confound, attack, reproach, undermine, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. 
we return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of the generation of fools, the spirit of the fool, and we bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowback, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to, to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. In Jesus' name, we bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending, the New World Order, New Age Movement, the spirits and works of the oppressor, false religions, numerology, horoscope, the spirit of the in the children of disobedience, make-believe, fantasy, la-la land, martial arts, Disney, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits, and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, defilement by wizards, bound in Jesus' name. And we bind the king of pride and his entire kingdom in the name of Jesus Christ, and we chain those spirits with eternal chains under darkness. We bind all demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilic, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and 72, and all gods and goddesses regardless to their culture or time in history in Jesus' name. We undo the works of every demonic weapon, fireball, poison, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and lose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We take authority, dominion, and power, and we break all the powers of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite. We bind the work of the Demole. We bind the work of all associated organizations that are connected to the Masonic lodges in Jesus' name. We break the power of their orders from the Queen of England in Jesus' name. We break the power of their unrighteous charters in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their uh, chronic misuse of the Holy Scriptures 
in Jesus' name. We bind and break the power of their circles, their triangles. The all-seeing eye, the eye of Horus. And all geometric figures that they use in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over their signals and their hand languages in Jesus' name. We bind and cage all of those evil entities in the name of Jesus Christ. All their works of wickedness, we bind, chain, and send into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for all who are in authority, kings, and all true Christians, especially Christians that are running for their lives, Christians that are being persecuted, Christians that are being stalked, Christians that are being harassed. Christians that are being made to feel insignificant because of their stand in the gospel in Jesus' holy name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We thank you, Father, for this. In the name of Jesus Christ, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus Christ. We cover our vehicles and the road that we travel in the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over animals, spirits, demons of the road so that they don't cross our path. We command others around us to stay in their lane in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for the angels that you give us to go ahead of us and to protect us. We thank you for their charges from you in Jesus' name. We disconnect ourselves 
from every demon that comes through the computer, through the cell phone, through any electronic or technological device in the name of Jesus Christ. If we recently purchased an item of electronic or technological value, someone else, we disconnect ourselves and the device from their demons in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you and we give you praise, Father. We bind every devil that followed us from wherever we went today and with whomever we had to engage to do business in Jesus' name. We pull out every fiery dart, pen, needle, spear, voodoo, witchcraft, curse, any yoke placed on our shoulders that is not of Jesus Christ. We return it to the sender in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father, to burn every voodoo doll and destroy it in the name of Jesus Christ. Reka, we cut and burn all ungodly silver cords and ley lines, soul ties, vows, pledges, packs, leagues, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, and garlands, and every form of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy and tear down walls of protection around all occultists, all witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, nanobots, shamans, sorcerers, divinators, and such in Jesus' name. We break the power of all their vexes, hexes, curses, love spells, designs, charms, fetishes, psychic prayers and thoughts, all witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, mind control, potions, death, destruction, sickness, pain, and torment, all the psychic powers and warfare being sent against us, against us incense and candle burnings, all their incantations, crystals, root works, tribal rituals, and sins. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ, all their chanting. We send back to them in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We break the power of spirits of bondage, heaviness, oppression, fear, and hate in our lives. And the blessings of the Lord are ours in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen and amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, sometimes we have to take a stand for what is right because it is right. You see, whatever stand we take or fail to take, we will answer to Jesus Christ when we meet him face to face on that day. So, say. We have to choose very carefully in this hour and in these dark times whose side we are on. Either we're on the Lord's side or we're on Satan's side. There is no in-between. There is no demilitarized zone. If you're going to stand for Jesus, you will come under the attacks of the devil. If you're going to stand for Jesus Christ, you will come under attack from the devil. You may as well expect it because it's going to happen. Amen? You may as well expect it. It is going to happen. As we move further and further toward the end 
and it gets darker and darker in the world, you're going to stand out and you're going to be more obvious because the Holy Spirit is in you and with you. And when you come in contact with persons that are filled with demonic entities, you're going to unnerve them. They're going to manifest in your face. Yes, they will. Because you have the Holy One and they have the evil one. Amen? So expect this to happen. Expect it to happen. Expect it. Don't be shocked when you walk into a room and people start to manifest and their faces start to twist and they start acting unusual and crazy. The Lord is in you, but he's not in them. He's in you. He's not in them. And it's going to get worse, continue toward the end. It's going to get worse. So before you leave home, you need to bind every devil that you're going to come in contact with that day. Amen? We've been teaching this for some time. Before you get out the door, You need to bind every single demon that you're going to come in contact with for the whole day. You can't afford to forget to do it. They will manifest at the post office. They will manifest in the drive-thru. They will manifest wherever you happen to be, in the grocery store, in the meat department, in the produce department, at the hardware store. This is real life. Our citizenship is in heaven, but we are stationed here on the earth. If you go to a medical facility, you know you need to bind those demons before you even get out of bed. Every single one, and you keep binding. You don't just say it once, okay, I did that. No, you just keep at it. You just keep doing it. You just keep doing it. Amen? Because they're there. They're witches everywhere. Amen? There is no such thing as a nice neighborhood where there are no demons. It doesn't exist. You have to leave the planet for that. Amen? So let's remember who we are and what our charge is from the Lord. I heard somebody say, is that, is that a nice neighborhood? Well, dear, if you want to count the demons, then you can find out if it's a nice neighborhood. But if you find one, it's ruined the whole neighborhood. Our featured psalm for tonight is Psalm 79, Psalm 79. And our verse for meditation comes from the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 3, verse 27, Mark chapter 3. Verse 27. Our featured ebook is Sexual Marine Spirits Husbands, Wives, Watermates. Now, there are those of you who need to go before the Lord and you really need a rotor rooter cleaning. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, There's some of you that are still carrying 
demons in you from your past sex life. You haven't gotten rid of them. They're bound, but they're there. And some of them are not so bound because you've been opening yourself to them. This is not the season to play tiddlywigs with the devil. Amen? If you don't get rid of them, they have a right to do things. And since the judgment on sexual sin and perversion is in the mind, they're going to mess with your mind. Not just your genitals, your mind. And they will work in your affection. And you'll be spending time with people that you have no business speaking to. And if you think you can, you can date in Christ the way you did in the world, you are open to every sex devil there is. Let me say that. If you think that you can date in Christ the way you did in the world, you are open to every sex devil that there is. First of all, if the Lord was not the one who initiated the idea, you're already backslidden. Just because people approach you doesn't mean you need to respond. Amen? Just because people think you're nice and they like your shape or your muscles or whatever it is they're going to lie and say they like, doesn't mean you have permission to hold a social conversation with them. Amen? No, the scriptures tell you clearly who you can talk to, who you can't. Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7, will save you from going to hell if you'll do it. If you'll do it every time, it'll keep you from dropping into hell. Because there are people, under the sound of my voice, that are tinkering with their own salvation. This is not the time to be cute. This is the time to be holy. You're entertaining thoughts, and they are working in your heart that will lead you straight to hell. I guarantee you you're doing it, and you better stop. This is your warning. Shut it down before you end up in hell. Shut it down before you end up in hell. It doesn't take but one slip, and you're gone. So this is your warning. Get out of trouble and stay out of trouble. Keep your nose clean, mind your own business, and obey the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Obey the word of God. Amen? And even if you're married, don't think you're beyond it. Don't think you're exempt. You're not. The devil is nasty and he's devious. And this is not the time to land on your rump in sin. Amen? Praise the Lord. Our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. 
Again, that's area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Tonight, we're talking about no dominion. No dominion. Amen? Amen. Romans chapter 6, beginning with verse 12. Romans chapter 6, beginning with verse 12. Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you. Sin shall not have dominion over you. Amen? Bondages of fear, worry, and doubt will be broken. Believers who have been tormented in their minds by spirits of lust, adultery, cation, promiscuity, lewdness, and sexual perversion are going to be delivered and set free if they will be, if they will be. Many have been under oppression by the enemy. Many are feeling as if they have been pushed down and repressed spiritually. Some have no freedom in their spirit, no joy, no peace. They feel unable to freely worship and praise God. We are believing God for their oppression to lift so that they can live in freedom and liberty in the spirit. Amen? Amen. So we're going to come into agreement, church. For all the members of Miracle Outreach Ministries, Miracle Internet Church, for their oppression to be lifted so that they can live in freedom and liberty in the spirit. The secret to becoming free from spirits of oppression and living in victory over them is in knowing, in believing, and in operating in the power and authority that Jesus Christ won for you over Satan and his demonic forces and in using it. Let me say that again. The secret to becoming free, oppression, and living in victory over them 
is in knowing and in believing and in operating in the power and authority that Jesus Christ won for you over Satan and his demonic forces and in using that power. Prayer also includes listening to God. You know, we often come to the Lord and we have a lot to say. Prayer includes becoming still within, silent within, and listening to what God has to say to us. Amen. In 1 Samuel chapter 3 verse 9, 1 Samuel chapter 3 verse 9. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. You see, you have to yield yourself to the Lord so that you can hear what he wants to say to you. Many times we're in a rush and in a hurry. Jesus doesn't rush. Amen? We have to deliberately slow down and become still and peaceful and listen to what he would tell us. It makes a difference in how our lives work out. Genesis, let's see, all right, Genesis chapter 24, verse 63. Genesis chapter 24, verse 63. It was talking about Isaac. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the eventide. So it was his habit. It was his custom in the evening to go out in the field and to meditate on the things of God, to fellowship with God, to commune with him. He went out alone by himself out in the field where other people weren't where he could commune with the Lord freely. And each of us needs to have our time. Amen? And he lifted up his eyes and saw that the camels were coming. You see, as he was out there meditating on the things of the Lord, the answer to one of his prayers arrived. Amen? Praise the Lord. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. Ecclesiastes 
chapter 5, beginning with verse 1, Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God, and be more ready to hear, saints, be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools. For they consider not that they do evil. They're always running out at the mouth. They're always running off at the mouth. Whatever comes past their brain, it rolls out of their mouth. Sometimes it it bypasses the brain altogether, and anything comes out of their mouth. Be not rash with thy mouth, and let not thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God. For God is in heaven, and thou upon earth. Therefore let thy words be few. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hold thy peace at the presence of the Lord God. That's right. When you come into the Lord's presence, there's a time to be still and to be quiet. Zechariah chapter 2, verse 13. Zechariah chapter 2, verse 13. Be silent, O all flesh, before the Lord. Be quiet. Don't come charging in with your list of everything you have to say. Be quiet sometimes. Be quiet. Honor and reverence the presence of the Lord. Be silent, O all flesh. Before the Lord, for he is raised up out of his holy habitation. Psalm 46, verse 10. Psalm 4, 6, verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. Be still. And know that I am God. You need to meditate on that sometimes. Some of your fears and some of your anxiety and some of your fretting will leave when you obey the word of God. We can listen By meditating on the scriptures. We can listen by meditating on the scriptures. You know how we encourage you to play the word over you as much as possible wherever you are. Because God is talking through his word to his people. And we need to be attentive and alert and ready to hear from him. All the time. All the time. We need to still and quiet our own thoughts so that we don't miss a leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If so, we need to change our behavior pattern. And we need to be quieter so that we'll hear from the Lord. We're going to practice that on this upcoming fast. We're going to practice that on this upcoming fast. 
And the fast begins on March the 20th, and it is continuous through March 31st. Amen? We're not going to do as much talking on our own as we were before. We're going to learn to be quiet. Amen? It's amazing what you can hear if you're not always talking. Psalm 119, beginning with verse 145. Psalm 119, beginning with verse 145. I cried with my whole heart. Hear me, O Lord. I will cry unto thee. Save me, and I shall keep thy testimony. I prevented the dawning of the morning and cried. I hope in thy word. Mine eyes prevent the night watches that I might meditate in thy word. I'm still awake, Lord, in the middle of the night because I'm meditating on your word. Amen. Saints. We must learn to be diligent to pray, not merely about our urgent problems, but also concerning that which lurks within us. You see, there are some of us where the whore and the whoremonger of the, and the adulterer and the adulteress of the past is still there, where the treacherous person and the liar and the deceiver is still there. And we need to do business with the Spirit of God. Some of us have some serious spiritual problems. Our lives are involved with witches, wizards, Warlock, and we think it's okay to invite other people into our mess. People that don't know anything about our junk, we're just going to pretend we don't have it, and we're going to seduce them into being a part of our lives, which we know is already quite a mess. The Bible says that we're to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Well, that would you wouldn't like it if someone did that to you. So why would you do that to someone else? That's not right. The Bible says to do good to all men, but especially those that are the household of faith. Amen. So why would you invite somebody into a mess that you're still working on? Amen? People have enough problems. Amen? They have enough problems. Now you're going to compound their problems with your demons. You're going to transfer your demons to them, and their demons are going to come to you. And so now you've got a real pool of a mess. 
saints, you need to rethink what you're doing. Because you see, when you stand before the throne of God, you must give an account for what you've done. You see, you've been taught enough words that you actually do know better. But you see, it's not just knowing to do better. It's actually doing better that matters. Amen? Amen. Psalm 101, I think that's where I left off. No, yeah, I missed that one, Lord. Okay, we'll go there. Psalm 101, praise the Lord. God is good. Thank you for helping me, Holy Spirit. Psalm 101, in verse 4. Whoso secretly or privately slandereth his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that hath a high look and a proud heart, will I not endure. You see, there are things that we need to have our priorities in order. We need to be working on our issues with the Lord. That ought to be paramount to us. But some of us seem to find these side trails that are too alluring so that we push those things that the Lord expects us to be dealing with to the side so we can make room for our flesh. Well, saints, you'll have to deal with the Lord about that. Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6, beginning with verse 16. These things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him, a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked imaginations. Wicked imagination, sinful imagination, feet that be swift and running to mischief. Now, here you just got out of a boiling pot, and you you barely made it. You finally found Miracle Outreach Ministries, and you're growing and you're learning, and you're crawling out of that pot, that seething pot that you were in. But no sooner do you get out and begin to dry off, then you find some other alluring temptation to wander right into. That's not wisdom, saints. There's no wisdom in that at all. Amen? You barely got out of the last situation, and now you want to leap into another one. Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 14 Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 14 O Jerusalem wash thine heart from wickedness that thou mayest be saved wash thine heart from wickedness that thou mayest be saved how long shall thy vain thoughts lodge within thee how long Shall thy vain thoughts lodge within thee? 
The Lord is asking. We should answer him. Jeremiah chapter 17. Oh, the Lord said, hold on a minute. The Lord says he's dealing with specific persons, and he wants you to change your ways. He's dealing with specific persons from Jeremiah 4.14. And he wants you to change your ways. He's saying your heart has wickedness in it. But you have not brought your heart to him for it to be washed clean. You're still holding on to what you should let go of. He says, wash your heart from wickedness, that thou mayest be saved. He's wanting to save you. But you're going to have to get out of your own self-importance, out of your high-minded ideas, and you're going to have to humble yourself before him. He wants to know, and he is expecting an answer, how long shall your vain thoughts lodge within thee? See, they're in your heart. Amen? You say, well, why doesn't the Lord just just tell me? He just, no. All of those presumptuous sins that you walk in regularly that have never been confessed nor repented of. That's a good place to start. That's a great place to start. You know, you go from one mess to the next mess, and at no point does it occur to you, self, you're messing up. You need to slow your roll because you're messing up badly. And you need to stay. Before the throne of God You need to stay on your face Before the Lord You need to rise up early in the morning You need to stay on your face Before the Lord Amen Because some of you If you don't You're not going to make it Because you're tinkering with your salvation and figuring, well, I, it's all right with me. I mean, I don't see what's wrong with That's just it. Blind people usually can't see. I don't see what's wrong with, with what I, you know, it's fine with me. I mean, I've done, and that's how you got in that last mess. Because you couldn't see. Amen. Because you couldn't see. Jeremiah seventeen nineteen. That one. We're not going to go to that one. Acts 8, verse 22. Acts chapter 8, verse 22. Acts chapter 8, verse 22. Amen. For of this thy wickedness, and pray God if perhaps 
the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. Amen. Repent, therefore, of this thy wickedness, and pray to God, if perhaps that the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. The heart is deceitful above all things. And desperately wicked, who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins. He tests the emotion. To give every man according to his ways, and according to the fruit of his doing. And to repay every man according to his ways, and according to the fruit of his doing. It's time for the heart test. You know, when you go to see the doctor and you're getting a thorough physical, they want to test your heart. Well, God does too. You see, saints, head knowledge is not a substitute for holiness. Well, I've read this and I've read that and such and such. Yes, head knowledge is not a substitution for holiness. You must come to the place of growth that you know, that you know, that you know, until there is no doubt, no hesitation, no uncertainty, no fear in confronting the spirit that will try to oppress your mind, and body. God's people today must recognize the oppression of the enemy in their lives and exercise the power and authority that God has given them over it. Amen? God's people must come to this place. Amen? So, let's look at oppression. The world is in plenty of oppression today. The Israelites were very oppressed and under bondage to the Egyptians. They were slaves and were forced into hard labor. The Egyptians had no mercy upon them, but placed heavy burdens upon the Israelites and afflicted them. To keep the Israelites from multiplying, they ordered all the male babies to be killed at birth. Now, that's some serious oppression. You know, a lot like the abortion that we have going. When the Egyptians oppressed, exercised dominion over and afflicted the Israelites in an attempt to wear them down and break their power. The purpose for the oppression and the evil dominion 
with which they afflicted the Israelites was to wear them down and break their power. They were harassed and vexed by the Egyptians. In Numbers chapter 20, beginning with verse 14, Numbers chapter 20, beginning in verse 14, and Moses sent messengers from Kadesh unto the king of Edom. Thus saith thy brother Israel, thou knowest all the travail that has befallen us, how our fathers went down into Egypt, and we have dwelt in Egypt a long time, and the Egyptians vexed us and our fathers. So, what does that mean? That means they spoiled the Israelites. They robbed them of their possessions until they had nothing, until they were poor, hungry, and destitute, much like what's happening to us in the world today. God saw the oppression of Israel and miraculously delivered them and set them free from Egyptian bondage. Our God called for Moses, his servant, to go and set his people free. In Exodus chapter 3, Exodus chapter 3, beginning with verse 7, And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and a large and unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me, and I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. So that was the commission that Moses received from the Lord. And you see, we are being oppressed in our countries. Whichever country we, have to, we are in, we are being oppressed now, and we can see it and feel it and know it. The pandemic was used to oppress people, those that survived it. Amen? And their families and their loved ones. What this new war is doing, too. God saw the oppression of Israel. He heard the cries of his people because of their suffering. His heart was moved with compassion, and he broke the bonds of the oppressor and set them free. He delivered them out of the hand and the power 
of the Egyptians. Yes, he did. Part of his covenant with Israel was that if they obeyed him and kept his commandments, he would deliver them out of the hands of their oppressors. He promised to deliver their enemies into the hands in their, into their hands in the land he had promised to give them. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 7, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 7, the Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and they shall flee before thee seven ways. However, if they refused to obey, he told them they would be delivered into the hands of their enemies. Moses gave them a very sharp warning in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 28. He said, The Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. You're not going to be in your right mind. You can't see what's going on, you don't understand, and you're going to be just shocked, completely shocked. You've never seen anything like this before. Well, the Lord was saying that they would grope as at noonday, as the blind grope in darkness. That's what he was saying to them, that they wouldn't prosper that they would be oppressed and robbed, and nobody would care enough to save them. The Lord was very serious about obedience, and he still is. As the children of Israel went into Canaan to take possession of the land that God had promised them, God drove out their enemies. There was none who could stand before them. The Israelites took possession of their inheritance and prospered and multiplied. Deuteronomy chapter 28, beginning with verse 1. Beginning with verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, So that means you're going to have to stop talking long enough to listen to the voice of the Lord your God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken Unto the voice of the Lord thy God Blessed shalt thou be in the city And blessed shalt thou be in the field Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body And the fruit of thy ground And the fruit of thy cattle 
the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. God wanted his people blessed, not oppressed. God wanted his people blessed and not oppressed. As long as they were obedient to God, as long as they were obedient to God, they were blessed and prospered. However, when they turned their backs on God and disobeyed him, he delivered them into the hands of their enemies who oppressed them. In Psalm 106, beginning with verse 41, Psalm 106, beginning with verse 41, and he gave them into the hand of the heathen, and they that hated them ruled over them. Their enemies also oppressed them. And they were brought into subjection under their hand. My. You know, the judgment of the Lord is a very serious thing. Jesus Christ is no one to trifle with, thanks. Amen? I hope we all understand that. Because of Israel's disobedience, their enemies oppressed, and exercise dominion over them. The enemies they had conquered and subdued could have been under their feet and rendered incapable of any disturbance. Let me say that again. The enemies they had conquered and subdued could have been under their feet and rendered incapable of any disturbance. However, because of their unfaithfulness, cowardice, and unbelief, they were forced into subjection and were ruled over by their enemies. They were ruled over by their enemies. They forfeited their land, and were ruled over by those they had once conquered. Now, say, you come out of some sin. There's no reason to go back in. The Lord has brought you out. Stay out. Delivered you over and over and over again. Stay delivered. In Judges chapter 4, beginning with verse 1, Judges chapter 4, beginning with verse 1, and the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord when Ehud was dead. And the Lord sold them into the hand of Jabin king of Canaan that reigned in Hazor, the captain of whose host was Sisera, which dwelt in Harsheth of the Gentiles. Harsheth of the Gentiles. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, for he had 900 chariots of iron 
and 20 years he mightily oppressed the children of Israel. The Midianites so oppressed Israel for seven years that the Israelites made dens and caves to hide themselves. Judges chapter 6, beginning with verse 1. Judges chapter 6, beginning with verse 1. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. And in the hand, at the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. Because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them dens, which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. And so it was, when Israel had sown, that the Midianites came up, and the Amalekites and the children of the east even came up against them, and they encamped against them, and destroyed the increase of the earth, till thou come unto Gaza, and left no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep, nor ox, nor ass. For they came up with their cattle and their tents, and they came as grasshoppers for multitudes. For both they and their camels were without number, and they entered into the land to destroy it. And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. Now, gas is how much per gallon? I think if it's premium, it's over $5 a gallon. Amen? Judges chapter 10, beginning with verse 6. Judges chapter 10, beginning with verse 6. If you've been in your grocery store and some of the shelves are empty... Well, that's the modern-day version of what these people were going through. I can remember when we had gas problems before, and cars were backed up for miles trying to get gas. Amen? Everywhere you go now, There's a sign in the window, hiring, hiring for every position. And if you go in there to eat, you can barely get any service. Everywhere you go, there's signs, hiring, hiring, hiring. But the signs aren't coming down. Businesses small businesses, medium-sized businesses that we've depended on year after year after year, and the middle class thrives, they're gone. They've disappeared. There's no return. 
and many of the different types of merchandise that they afforded us the ability of purchasing are gone. We have limited supplies of this and limited supplies of that. Judges, chapter 10, beginning with verse 6. And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord and served Balaam and Ashtoreth and the gods of Syria and the gods of Zidon and the gods of Moab and the gods of the children of Ammon and the gods of the Philistines forsook the Lord and served him not. And the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. And he sold them into the hands of the Philistines, into the hands of the children of Ammon. And that year they vexed and oppressed the children of Israel. Eighteen years, all the children of Israel that were on the other side of Jordan in the land of the Amorites, which is in Gilead. Moreover, the children of Ammon passed over Jordan to fight also against Judah and against Benjamin and against the house of Ephraim, so that Israel was sore distressed. The Ammonites invaded and attacked the three most famous tribes of Israel, Judah, Benjamin, and Ephraim. Although the Israelites had once conquered these enemies, they had no power to stand before them. Again and again, Israel disobeyed God and as a result was oppressed by its enemies. God had delivered the Israelites out of the hands of their enemies. He had given them the land of Canaan for their inheritance. He had entered into a covenant relationship with them where he had promised to bless them and their children, their livestock, their crops, and all the work of their hands. Legally, the land belonged to them. However, through their disobedience, they gave the enemy an entrance into their lives. However, through their disobedience, they gave the enemy an entrance into their lives. God had given them power over all their enemies, but they forfeited that position of power and authority and God's covenant promises. Instead, their enemies exercised dominion over them. Amen? Do we all see it here? Do we see it clearly? Do we see this? Do we see this clearly, church? Jesus has destroyed the works of the devil. Through his blood, we have been delivered out of the hands of the oppressor. 
we have been delivered out of Satan's dominion and control. All as sinners, we were under Satan's control, like the Israelites who were oppressed, afflicted, and under the dominion and control of the Egyptians, we were Satan's captives, slaves to sin, unable to free ourselves from his power. But praise God, Jesus was anointed and sent by God to heal and to set free all those who were oppressed by the devil. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Amen? Acts chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. God was with him. Through his death and resurrection, he broke the power of Satan and all the demon forces of hell. He totally disarmed, stripped Satan of all his evil principalities of their power over us. In Colossians chapter 2, verse 15 Colossians chapter 2, verse 15, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Amen? Through faith in his victory over Satan, the blood of Jesus has been applied to our lives, and we have been set free totally delivered out of the hands and the power of Satan. He no longer has any claims upon us whatsoever. Colossians chapter 1, beginning with verse 13. Colossians chapter 1, beginning with verse 13. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Amen? We are no longer living under the control of Satan and his dominion of darkness. We have been rescued set free and are now under the dominion and control of Christ and the kingdom of God. We are no longer enslaved by sin and under the control of the lust of the flesh. Romans chapter 6 verse 14. Romans chapter 6 verse 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you. Sin shall not have dominion over you. You see? Repeat after me. 
Satan's power over me has been broken. Let's do that again. Satan's power over me has been broken. He no longer has any control over me, over my mind, over my spirit, over my body. Let's do that again. Satan's power over me has been broken. He no longer has any control over me, over my mind, over my spirit, over my body. When Jesus spoke about his power and authority to cast out demons, let's go to the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 11 beginning with verse 21, Luke chapter 11, verse 21. When a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusteth and divideth his spoil. You see, when one that is stronger than he attacks and conquers him, he robs him of all of his armor, he divides up and distributes all his goods as plunder. So, The strong man in this verse is Satan. He had exercised dominion over man and had taken men captive to his will. He had held them in bondage to sin, afflicted their bodies, tormented their minds, and exercised dominion and control over them. But one stronger than he came. When Jesus came, he confronted him and his evil spirits and the power of the Holy Spirit. He conquered them and stripped them of their power. In these verses, Jesus declared that all the strong man's armor was taken from him. So, saints, what this means is that Jesus stripped Satan of his armor. He is completely defenseless against the power and authority we have over him in Jesus' name. So, why are you letting him trample all over you? Why? Amen? If you are, then why? Amen? That's a good question. If so, then why? In Matthew 28, verse 18, Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me 
in heaven and in earth. All power. Not part power, not some power, all power. Amen? Amen? All power. And he has given us that power over the enemy. So, the Lord would like for us to take that power, that authority, that dominion that he has given us and exercise it over the devil where oppression is in our lives. Amen. He wants us to take that power, that authority, that dominion that he died for us to have and exercise it over the devil and his oppressions in our lives. Are you willing to do that? Are you? The Lord is waiting to hear from you. Amen? The Lord himself is waiting to hear from you. Praise God. He's waiting to hear from you. Praise the Lord. Amen. He's waiting to hear from you. So we want to answer the Lord. He's telling us not to let sin reign in our mortal bodies. Stop running around chasing what he has already died for. Amen. Amen. Brother Bill. The Lord, Pastor Sabrina, praise the Lord. That is awesome. Awesome, awesome that Jesus has all power. Thank you, Lord, for that. You've shown me your power many times in my life. We have some wonderful praise reports. Claude, T-H-S-M, Claude S-M, I don't know how you say that. The Santeria music is all thank you, Lord. Well, praise you, Lord. Whenever you pray and you see the Lord do something for you, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you even take care of that. Caroline has a praise report. Last year in April of 21, I put a report that the wizard that lived in my complex tried to disconnect my electric. I got a discounted lower rate for my trouble then in August of 21 and got a bill for a 1000 I prayed the warfare prayer for visiting family, got victory yesterday. The manager canceled, and now it's only have to pay 280 thank you lord thank you you're awesome praise you lord jesus thank you lord for helping us thank you lord jesus Nakira has a praise report to god be the glory my colleague and close friend was able to catch the sermon today praise you lord you are drawing people we praise you wlkm says praise has a praise report Davy Lucas from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, is doing good after a pneumonia crisis. Thank you, Jesus, for everyone that prayed for him. These saints, put your request in the prayer room, and Jesus is there to answer it. It don't matter how big, how little. 
All power belongs to Jesus. Praise you for that, Lord Jesus. Dana has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for answering prayers. Hallelujah. Praise God and thank you, Jesus. Well, Dana, we want to hear what you were praising the Lord about what he asked you, what you asked him for. We give you praise for all these wonderful praise reports so far. Bro has a praise report. Thank you, Father, for pleasantly surprising time not to only have a celebration at a family member's birthday, but to be invited to love to some of my loved ones home for the first time in two years. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for that. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Gladys has a praise report. Last night I heard a screeching in the expressway and heard a thud and started praying. Later I saw flashlights hitting my window as I looked out of the window part of the wall that protects me from the traffic was gone. I thought they had lifted it up somehow and saw men outside with their safety vests, so I went back to bed. That morning, I got I go to look, and a car had hit the wall and knocked it down that night. On the sidewalk in front of the wall, I saw the tire marks and a a flyer where the idol of the Virgin Guadalupe. I realized that it was a hit on my light last on my life last night, and the Lord had protected me. I always ask Him to place His wall of fire so no evil penetrates. To cover myself with the blood of Jesus. Praise God for His divine protection. We praise You, Lord. Praise You, Lord. Prayer warriors learning how to fight and pray. Every night, every day, I ask the Lord, Father, in Jesus' name, to surround me and my wife of warring angels. I ask him to put his linking angels around our property line in Jesus' name. I personally ask him to put his, the Holy Ghost to put his fire around us. I ask him to put his fire on our property line. And we don't have problems. Thank you, Lord, for that. We give you all the praise and all the glory. We praise you, Lord Jesus. You're teaching them all how to fight. PK has a praise report. My legs and muscle pain is getting healed. Thank you, Jesus. Gina says, I had requested prayer for a young family member who had a tumor removed on her brain last year. Thank you, Jesus, that his MRI stable. Praise God. Praise you, Lord, for the healing. We praise you, Lord Jesus. In case says, I was just recasting a message from Pastor Sabrina one or two years ago, and there was a call for prayer from me. The topic included things we were working on this week as a family at a deeper level with much more understanding. It was touching to see God's faithfulness as he continues to lead us in the right path, providing what we need to become more perfect in him. Thank you, Father, for your mercy and loving kindness and for never forsaking us. Thank you for our pastors and Brother Marshall for following God's example. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Iris says, with much thanks unto the Lord in Jesus' name, I got all my tasks done today. Praise the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Jory has a praise report. My daughter got relief from her pray, from her pain after we prayed for her. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you. And in case this praise, I recently posted a request for God to direct me to the product that was right for me. I had tried many different ones without success. 
Recently, he gave me the perfect item. I'm very grateful because it is a daily essential. Thank you, Father. Next time, I will just ask you first. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Dana has a praise report. Today, I received a phone call from a creditor offering to cut my bill in half and offering future service at a significantly discounted price. Thank you, Father, for your favor. Bless your holy name. We bless you, Lord Jesus. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In alms has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for exposing the management company where I live for charging money. They should not be charging us with. Thank you, Lord. The legal professions are working on it. Now I give you all the praise and all the glory. Thank you, Father, for opening up and exposing secret things that's going on with this management company, causing them to be accountable and repay according to your covenant. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, and that word also says in alms that they not only have to repay sevenfold, but their household too. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord Jesus. Bro has a praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your wonderful fixing of our hot water heater. Yesterday, as the leak of water on the floor did not lead to the need of a new hot water heater. It's working fine now without leaking. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We praise you, Lord. Shakira has a praise report on Monday. I not I nearly got into a car accident on my way to college. I wasn't wearing a seatbelt, but before I left, I came into agreement with Pastor Sabrina's opening prayer on Sunday. The driver stopped just in time, and I had an opportunity to steady myself. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And Tammy has a praise report. The Lord reminded me of an incident when he instructed me to speak to the storm, and it stopped completely. About 20 of his friends and parents were out on two houseboats on a large, on a huge lake. Beautiful weather was predicted the whole weekend. Then suddenly we began experiencing the worst sum storm in approximately 200 years. We learned that later. The wind was so fierce, it uprooted a telephone pole, huge waves tossing the boat from side to side, food everywhere, dishes crashed. One of my friends was six months pregnant and couldn't swim. I began praying right away. At first, I thought that we may go into the water. The Lord told me not to fear that none of us would be harmed or go into the water. He said, speak to the storm in Jesus' name. Command it to be still. I did. And in minutes, the wind ceased. Saw the other boats and parents were on, stopped directly parallel to us. They had lost power to the engine. After we docked and talked of our experience, I had asked. I asked had they prayed. They said, yes, of course. The Lord instructed them to command the storm to cease. Their boat ran up on the sandbar and was secured. We all thanked the Lord and had a wonderful time the rest of the weekend. Praise God. I forgot to mention, I did pray for everyone on the other boats to be safe. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. 
praise you, Lord Jesus. We praise you. That's a wonderful praise report. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for protecting my property this weekend from a storm and continuously protecting my property. Amen. And Linda has a praise report. Thank you, Father God, for sending your warring angels to shield, protect, and deliver my family. Praise you, Lord. Praise these wonderful praise reports. I just give you all the praise and all the glory. I praise you, Lord. Praise you, praise you, praise you for these wonderful praise reports. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. The saints are growing. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Those are absolutely beautiful praise reports. Amen. And saints, some of you still have not shared your praise report with us, but we know that God is moving. Amen? We know that God is moving, and we thank him for all of the praise reports, even the ones we haven't heard yet. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to move on to our guest call-in, and uh, when I call your number out, I'm going to ask you to be prompt. In your um, responding Amen Because we're going to do some praying Yet again tonight So I'm going to ask you all to hang in there with us Because it's important what we pray for Amen We're not just talking to the air We're talking to the God that made heaven and earth And we're asking him to be directly involved With what we're praying about We're asking him to step right off into the middle of it and to do what he sees fit. It's important, saints. So we ask you to hang in there with us. Yes, it may have been a long week, but it's worth it. Amen? It's worth it. So uh, God will help us if we will do our part. It's no point in sitting back complaining about what is and what isn't if we're not going to pray. Amen? So, uh, we're going to pray. We're going to ask God to step in and to change things. Amen? Area code 302. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Area code 302. Hello? Area code 302, going once, going twice. Nice talking to you. Area code 689, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, I got through. Good evening, Pastor, good evening, everyone. This is Vanessa. Some of you may not know, I am the same, I am the same person as my present health. Some of us don't know that, so I'm Vanessa. I'm at work right now, and I'm just calling for some prayers, and, and I, you know, and I just want to also thank the Lord for what he's doing in my life because he's doing a lot of favor, and, as you know, as I get this stuff, get, you know, things happen, he, he, he provides me with favor. Maybe I think he's just cleaning up my life. You know, I have my mother at the house, and the sitter, all of a sudden, just get up, just get up and walk away. I didn't even... She tried to fight with me, and I just let her run her mouth. I didn't say a word to her. And then, she, you know, because she tried to make her job easier by quitting, 
you know, I don't give her much to do. I do most of the work. I just want somebody at home when I'm at work at night so my daughter can get a break. And I'm just asking for some prayers for the right person to show up because some people, you know, they're just wicked. And, you know, like I said, we're not supposed to judge anyone. I'm not trying to be judged to be judging anyone because I don't want to be judged. So I give that to God. Like you said this evening, Pastor, I give that to the Lord. As I said, I'm currently at work, and I just need some prayer because what I'm telling you, my faith is really being tried. Every which way I come under attack. I have my computer at work not working when I come to work. I go home, something else go wrong. I come, my car is a problem. The, pe- the people are supposed to be taking her to the doctor. They, they, they cancel as they get to my house. All of a sudden it's canceled. So it, it's just a lot, but I'm not, like Pastor always say, I'm not going to back up and I'm not going to vacillate until the Godhead tell me to. I just want some prayer for some strength, and, you know, and, and that's all I'm asking for. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Saints in your prayer languages, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we envelop our sisters in the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that the Bible says we can ask for additional angelic assistance when it is needed. Father, it's needed. It's needed now. So we ask in the name of Jesus for that which we need because you Provide all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus, our Lord. We send these attacks back where they came from in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> We tear down the walls in Jesus' name. We tear down the walls in Jesus' name. We tear down the walls in the name of Jesus. We release the name of Jesus into the situation. We release the name of Jesus into the situation. Lord, you are our help. Holy Spirit, you are our helper. We ask you to appoint to them the help that is needed, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for covering the car. We thank you, Lord, for fixing the computer at work. We thank you, Father, for someone to sit with Mother Irene, the right person with the right spirit. From the appointed from the throne of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. There it is. 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 Every attack, every attack, every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every attack, every attack, every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every attack, every attack, every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah, glory to the Lamb of God. No weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, we have condemned in Jesus' name. 
Thank you, Lord. We release the peace of God to you and to Mother Irene. The peace of God. And Father, this prayer extends to each member of Miracle Outreach Ministry. to protect her and to teach her 
and to help her to understand that this is continual and constant warfare. Mm -hmm. There is no let up. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Father, amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Rabashandira bakoyandira sindarira bikoyarusa paria koriandorira bishindire bakoriandorira biokorobo sandara bakayandorira turi na koriamara makoria sundara babakira koria turia sundara babira koi. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. All Thank right, sister. Be blessed and go get Thank in the you. archives. Ask the Holy Spirit to take you into the archives. And take you to the sermon he wants you to hear about this, okay? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right, God bless you. We love you. Amen. Amen. Well, saints, tonight we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning committee hearings for President Joe Biden's Supreme Court nominee. Judge Katanja Brown-Jackson will begin committee hearings on March 21st and last four days, according to Senate Judiciary Chairman Dick Durbin. If confirmed, Jackson will replace outgoing Justice Stephen Breyer who at the end of February acceded to pressure from Democrats and liberals to retire while the Democrats hold the White House. Amid a flurry of speculation and rumors before Breyer officially announced his retirement, White House Press Secretary J.P. said that Biden would stand by his 2020 campaign promise to nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court. Though several women have sat on the panel A black woman has not. Several conservatives have decried the move, which they have said puts a nominee's race and sex ahead of their qualifications for the job. Senator Josh Howley uh, promised that if the nominee is a woke activist, Democrats should expect a major battle in winning her confirmation. Minority leader Mitch McConnell gave a similar warning advising Biden not to let the radical left hijack the nomination process. On February 25th, Biden announced that Jackson, who currently serves as a judge on the D.C. Circuit of the U.S. Court of Appeals, was his pick lace briar. The hearings will begin on Monday, March 21st, with statements from committee members the individuals who will introduce Judge Jackson and Judge Jackson herself, Durbin said. Questioning of Judge Jackson will begin on Tuesday, March 22nd, and continue on Wednesday, March 23rd. So, saints, that means we need to be in prayer about this, especially on those days. As you know, we're entering into the high days. And your sister was kind enough to place the link to the sermon on spring high days and what that means into the chat room. So you should scroll up and find the link and listen to the sermon. Amen? Amen. And there's some other FYIs there for you that are very, very, very important in Jesus' name. Now, as you know, we are approaching Resurrection Sunday. We are approaching Good Friday. And the closer we get, 
the more intense the warfare will become. So you need to be mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically prepared. You need to get some rest because it's going to be intense. You need to get some rest because it's going to be tight, but it'll be right. Amen? Amen. The committee will also meet in a closed session on Wednesday, March 23rd, to discuss any matters relating to the nominee's FBI investigation, background investigation. The committee, Durbin hastened to add, does this for every Supreme Court nominee, regardless of whether the background investigation has raised concerns. The hearings will conclude on Thursday, March 24th, with the testimony from the American Bar Association and additional outside witnesses. Since the 1990s, the Supreme Court uh, confirmation battles have become increasingly partisan. Prior to 1991, almost every uh, Supreme Court nominee was confirmed by vast bipartisan majority margin. In 1991, then-Senator Joe Biden led an effort to frame Clarence Thomas, who was nominated by President George H. Bush, as a sexual predator. I remember that quite well. Though he was confirmed by a vote of 52 to 48, which we prayed, we, I wasn't a part of this ministry at the time. I lived in another city. But the people in the church that I attended, we prayed all through this battle, including the support of 11 Democrats, the battle marked a major turning point in the Senate's approach to Supreme Court confirmation. Following Justice Antonio Scalia's unexpected death in 2016, President Barack Obama nominated Merrick Garland to fill the vacancy. Then Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell demurred, saying, that it was inappropriate to confirm a nominee so close to an election. The position of this ministry is that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. We look forward to his lordship in this matter. Amen? Praise the Lord. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge because liberal protesters at the University of North Texas denounced a concerned father who wants to stop the gender transition of his son as a fascist and forced forced the student organizer of a lecture in which the father spoke to hide in a closet amid threats to her safety. So this is what we have here. We have a father who's been trying to stop the uh, forced gender transition of his son. Amen? And so the school, the student organizer of the organization, invited the father to speak. However, there were people who challenged them, so much so that the student organizer of the whole meeting ended up hiding in a closet for her own safety during the meeting. It's that ugly. The Young Conservatives of Texas, which has chapters at several college campuses in Texas, hosted an event featuring Jeff Younger at the Denton, Texas-based university on Wednesday. Younger is a father who lost custody of his trans-identified biological son 
after objecting to his ex-wife's efforts to transition him from male to female. Younger, who is running as a Republican for the Texas House of Representatives, was asked to give a presentation titled, For the Future of Texas, Federalism as State Nationalism, Conservatism as Traditionalism, and Republican Politics as Restoration. The promo for the event announced that Younger, a local businessman, owner, and veteran, would share his vision for Texas and stated that he had received national attention defending his young son against being forcibly transitioned by his ex-wife and now looks to continue the fight representing Texas House District 63. As a political candidate, Younger wants the state legislature to outlaw sex change surgeries on children and criticizes the legislature for failing to do so in the last two sessions. Younger spoke before a crowd of students at UNT the day after advancing to a runoff in the Republican primary for House District 63, and a week after the Texas Attorney General characterized gender reassignment surgeries and puberty blockers for the purpose of gender transition as child abuse in a formal opinion. Video footage shared by independent journalists revealed that Younger received an overwhelmingly negative reaction from liberal protesters in the audience. The protesters who expressed outrage at Younger's opposition to the efforts to promote the gender transitioning of children pounded on the table and clapped their hands as they chanted bad words. One protester is seen as putting up their middle finger. Additional video footage shared uh, by Andy shows that the heckling of Younger continued throughout the speech, with some joining Younger at the front of the room. The whiteboard had the phrase, doesn't pay child support, written on it, in an attempt to take a dig at the concerned father based on a premise he he contended was inaccurate. This is what leftist politics look like, Younger remarked after a protester screamed in his face. Another protester set off a noisemaker as UNT President Neil Smartress noted in a letter to the campus community Thursday, The protest against Younger was not limited to the classroom at Curry Hall where his lecture took place. A few hundred protesters gathered outside the building holding signs and chanting, he said. The president's letter also mentioned that the nature of the lecture led to additional police presence because conversations surrounding the student's organization's event, which focused on criminalizing health care for transgender children, have been contentious, the UNT police created a plan to ensure their ability to maintain a safe environment for our campus community. The student organizers, their guests, and the event protesters requesting advanced assistance from both Denton Police and the Texas Department of Public Safety. Based on the event, 
space capacity. For safety purposes, the room was limited to 80 attendees. A few hundred protesters gathered outside the building, holding signs and chanting, he added. The police agencies tasked with maintaining public safety were inside and outside the building. DPS officers were staged at a nearby location as an extra safety precaution. Police believe a small group of protesters not affiliated with the university contributed to escalating the overall protest from peaceful to an aggressive encounter, the president stated. These actions culminated with a group of protesters swarming police who were working to safely escort both the guest and speaker and student organizers off campus, he explained. So now you see it's getting uglier by the minute. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the continuation of the overtaking of the financial system by the globalists. Uh, Please view the FYI that was left in the chat room today. The general manager of the Bank for International Settlements states that soon they will be programming the money, how much you can spend and where you can spend it. They will determine an equivalency for the cash system. They will determine an equivalency for the cash system. The key difference will be that the central bank will have absolute control over how the expression or cash equivalent is used, and they will have the technology that fosters it and enables that control. They will have established the rules and regulations that will determine the use of these funds. Who are they? They are the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, the World Economic Forum, and the Global Digital System. So they're saying they're going to come up with a cash equivalent, and they're going to tell you what your money's worth. They're going to tell you how you can spend it, where you can spend it, and they're going to have the technology to control that. Now, if you didn't notice today, uh, Mr. Biden got up and made statements about cryptocurrency. And you need to go investigate that. I can't remember if I posted it or not. If I didn't, I'll go back and I'll post that for you. Amen. So they want to take over your money. Remember earlier we we uh, sought the adjudications of the righteous judge because some uh, Democratic uh, House representative uh, uh, person wanted to put in a bill that if you had $600 in all of your accounts, they wanted to know about every single person, every deposit, every withdrawal, every single thing you do. Well, they're working it, Okay. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Disney employees clash with the present CEO, uh, Bob's, Florida's limiting of children's exposure to LGBTQ plus themes. The Don't Say Gay bill will bar educators from discussing topics related to sexual orientation and gender identity with students. It will require teachers to inform parents of their child's sexual orientation if it is revealed to be anything 
but straight, and to allow parents to sue schools, thank you, Jesus, if they fail to adhere to these rules. Amen. So let me see if I can't help this out a little bit. Whew. All right. So employees of Disney TV Animation, Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution pen letters in which LGBTQ plus employees demanded the Walt Disney Corporation company withdraw funding from politicians who support the bill and other anti-LGBTQ legislation. They also asked the company's management to take more forceful stance against political efforts deemed anti-ethical to the ethics of the Walt Disney Company and its employees. Now, you know Walt Disney... Uh, uh, sponsors for the high school graduates, what they used to, I don't know, I guess they still do it, Night of Joy, okay? And they make sure they do it at the same time that they're celebrating, what is it, Gay Week or whatever they call it now, Gay Pride Week. They make sure they're all there together at the same time. They've been doing it for a long time now. All right. The response comes after the CEO issued an internal memo to the staff and a public statement to shareholders wherein he addressed the company's stance on the proposed Florida legislation. If passed, it would bar educators from discussing topics related to sexual orientation and gender identity with students. And I went over that with you already. So this is what's going on, and we need God's intervention in this matter. Amen. We are also have to work with this technology here. We're also there we go, right there. Thank you, Lord. We're also requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the freedom convoy being accused of trying to overthrow the government. Canadian National Security Advisor Jody Thomas has accused the anti-COVID vaccine mandate Freedom Convoy protest of seeking to overthrow the government by occupying Ottawa. Yes. All right. So we know about the emergency act that uh, Prime Minister Judeau, uh, Trudeau rather, decided to abuse. We know about that. Speaking to the Ottawa Conference on Security and Defense on Thursday, Thomas claimed that there is no doubt that the organizers of the protest came to overthrow the government with a well-prepared demonstration that had supply chains and funding. False accusations are not nice. The scale of the demonstrations prompted Trudeau to invoke the Emergencies Act for the first time in Canadian history allowing the government to take extraordinary measures to respond to the protests and seek to disperse the activists after weeks of disruption. Thomas defended the government's response to the protesters, which included giving police unprecedented powers to break up the demonstration and freezing the bank account, freezing the bank account 
of those involved. The goal of the activists justified the crackdown. The occupation of Ottawa in and of itself was enough. Despite having dispersed the initial protests in the Canadian capital, Thomas accepted that the government has a duty to address the root cause of the problems that sparked the protests with a view of preventing a repeat. So, there you have it. That's basically it in a nutshell, saints. The devil is busy, and his troops are doing his bidding. So we're asking the Lord to intervene. Amen? We are asking the Lord to adjudicate these matters, to intervene, and to do what he sees. Amen? Amen. Brother Marshall? We need to talk to Jesus. Yes, we do. And I'm so grateful that he wants to talk to us. I thank you for the opportunity to get to hear him more clearly. Thank you, Lord. He said, Whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and be quiet from fear of evil. And we thank you, Lord, for the truth tellers that are still getting the news out there. But, Lord, help us all to know how you want us to spend our time and to continue to hold every thought captive. So we bind every one of those high things that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. I do, in Jesus' name, for me and those I can stand in for, and I think we all do. And we bring every thought into captivity and subject to the complete obedience of the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who showed us how much he loves us. When he stretched out his arms so wide and said, I love you this much, and he gave us his all. He said in Psalm 22:14, I'm as water poured forth. And I've had some joints that have been out of joint in the past. And I know when he hung on that tree, on that cross for us to take our cup of cursing, his joints were out of, his, some of them were out of joints. I believe his shoulders were out of joint. And that's not much fun. It's really not much fun at all. But Lord, we're all part of your body by your grace because of the blood of the covenant. And we thank you that you hung on that tree. For Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. I thank you, Lord, you're still teaching me, and I'm still learning. I might be a little more more mature, if I could even say, Say it. <laughs> oh, yes, Lord. We thank you. Mary Hart does do good like a medicine. We thank you for your divine intervention in so many extraordinary ways. <laughs> Who can imagine what you do, Lord? I've never heard of a hot water heater being fixed supernaturally. Then again, I did hear about somebody who prayed about a wiper on the back of his SUV that didn't work. He asked the Lord to fix it. God fixed it. You can do exceeding abundantly, more than we can ask or imagine. Lord, I know that this nation, I believe many nations around the globe, are in a mess because the body of Christ just thought they could do whatever they wanted. (laughs) And it's not the way it works. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. So, Father, I repent for the body of Christ globally, all over your earth, that you purchased with your own blood for not always doing what you want us to do and not really holding every thought captive and not checking in with you, Lord, to see what you want us to do, including me. I take responsibility and I repent and renounce every spirit of pride and presumption 
in Jesus' name. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse us all from every spirit of vain imagination, Father God, everything we think is right but maybe doesn't line up with your will. Help us all, Lord. I take responsibility for the generational iniquity spirits, the familiar spirits, and all the personal sins, Father God, including selfishness and ungodly fear and carrying grudges. Because, Lord, I do thank you for Venezia calling in and saying she wasn't holding grudges against the person who just walked off the job supposed to be taking care of her, at least watching her, her mother when she was at work. That's a very challenging situation. We have loved ones that you try to find somebody to help them, and they just go, nah, not going to do it. Even a babysitter, when our daughter was young, she fell asleep, and our daughter was crying and crying, and we got back to, oh, my goodness. Being able to forgive from our hearts, Father God, because Jesus forgives us. Why does Jesus forgive? Because he poured out his blood. And, Father, you said, when I see the blood upon the houses, well, whose blood? Oh, the Lamb of God's blood. When I see the blood upon the houses where you are, the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. When I smite the land of Egypt. Lord, we know there's going to be a judgment. It's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the living God. Oh, Father, there's going to be a judgment on the earth, Father. And we know the devil's very, very busy because he cannot repent. And he's he's the most fearful, proud creature that's ever been. He wanted to exalt his throne above the Most High. And he's really terrified because he knows he can't repent. He knows where he's going. He knows the scriptures really, really well. Remember, he quoted them to Jesus when Jesus was praying and fasting. He knows the scriptures better than any pastor. He knows the biology of every human being better than any scientist or doctor. He's very, very clever as as that archangel that fell. Plop. Pride cometh before the fall. So, Lord, help us all to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And now I know I can't overcome the accuser of the brethren in my own strength. I don't have any strength against him at all. Ah, but there's one in me. There's one in each one of us. When we repent of our sins, we ask Jesus to come live in our hearts, and we actually do what he says. And I think you're even teaching me today, Lord. I've seen it, but I hadn't understood it. I don't even know if I can. Can I express that, Lord? I've seen it, but I hadn't really understood it. It's this. It's the new. What is the new covenant? You know, the old covenant, you had to do this, you had to do that, you had to keep the law. Yes, we, he, but we keep it not because we have to get to heaven. We keep it cause, because we've been changed, we've been born from within. We've been born from above by his spirit coming to dwell in us. And Lord, I thank you for that extraordinary grace. I, I just have to read at least two little scriptures or so. It says in the beginning of Romans chapter 8, for the law, verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me and all of us who repent of our sins made us free from the law of sin and death. And that's what's ruling on the earth in so many areas, the law of sin and death. We bind that spirit of law of sin and death in Jesus' name. For what the law could not do and that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemns sin in the flesh. Verse 4 that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, all of us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Wow. And, Lord, I think of that scripture that Trish was so nice to post. I think that was in Romans 6. Well, I'm in Romans. Romans 6, 14. What was that one? Really awesome. I know Pat Holliday used to refer to this. 
for sin shall not have dominion over you if you're not under the law but under grace. What is that grace? That's the blood of Jesus. And from Jesus Christ was the faithful witness. In Romans chapter 1, verse 5 and following, the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. We thank you for your perfect love. It casts out all fear, and it does. First John 4:18, I think it is. And you loved us even while we were sinners. And then Jesus says, and this is the one that got me today. I'd seen it, but I had to connect it. Remember, his eyes are red with wine. They're having a little red cup of juice, and we're going to do it on Sunday. Little, it's not just a little ritual people do, and they don't even think about it. No, 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 no. Remember, Sabrina said how important it is. He guides us with his eye, and his eyes are red with wine. This is when you're looking at that little red cup of juice. Romans 15:12. This, Jesus says, this is my commandment, Marshall. This is my commandment, every one of us, that you love one another as I have loved you. Even the one who's trying to watch over <laughs> your loved ones, and they just walk off the job. And the, the people who are supposed to be elected officials, they don't give a hoot about you one teeny-weeny bit. Because why? Oh, they're being blackmailed by the World Economic Forum. Or they are had somebody take snapshots of them when they were doing something they should not have been with one of those little hidden cameras. And because they're terrified that it's all going to be exposed, and not just the Democrats, everybody. Jesus says, Greater love hath no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. That's what he did. Remember, he's looking at each of us through that red cup of juice. You're my friends if. You do whatsoever I command you. Lord, we repent for not always doing what you command us to do, sometimes carrying grudges, sometimes not bothering to check with you and thinking we could figure it out ourselves. I heard about an awesome man of God, and he was an awesome man of God. He saw people raised from the dead, a lot of things. And, and he, he commanded the, the, the fog, fog bank to, to be cleared so he could land the airplane. And then he said, Lord, I got it from here. <laughs> That's when the Lord did say, uh-uh. Apart from me, you can do nothing. He was an awesome man of God. He just went home to be with the Lord recently. And Lord, apart from you, I can't do anything. I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to do anything. But you're with us. And you said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And together with God, nothing should be impossible. So help us to know how to pray, Father. In Jesus, he said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who giveth all men liberally. We thank you for the spirit of adoption. We thank you that Melchizedek brought forth bread and wine. Jesus is our high priest after the altar of Melchizedek. When we had a little red cup of juice, we had the, the bread, the matzo, whatever you have, the bread, because Jesus isn't puffed up. He's, he's the humble, humble, oh, he humbled himself to become obedient unto death. Help us to be obedient, whatever that means, because we got to move on and be with you for all eternity. Father, we ask for your divine intervention, adjudication, all these things that Pastor Sabrina read through, some of which are posted, some of which are not, Father, in Jesus' name, concerning the business with the person being nominated for Supreme Court nominee, Father God, we ask for your divine intervention because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. You know how to raise one up, how to put one down. It says you do that over in Psalm. But when your name is near and your name is present, when you have the blood, we have the blood on our lips, and that's over in 75, Psalm 75. When your name is near, your wondrous works declare. And what were they doing? They're breaking bread on Acts 20. And what did they do? Paul went down and fell on the young man who fell down three stores. He said, don't trouble yourselves. His breath is in him. They, they thought he was dead. Well, maybe he had been, but then he was alive. Because God knows how to speak those things into being that need to be spoken into being. 
And you said kind of in Psalm 75, 1, Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. That is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, not the God of this world, the creator God who created all things. Do we give thanks? For unto thee do we give thanks, for that thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare, the blood of Jesus over each one of our hearts and minds, our lips, and every access to each one of us, and every electronic access, and every access to our bank accounts, and every other thing as well. All the Lord's put in our hands, it all belongs to you anyway, Lord Jesus. And you said in verse 6 and 7, Promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. God is the judge. The God who created heaven and earth. God is the judge. He put us down one. He set us up another. And you know how to do that, Lord. We don't know how to do that. I don't. But you do. So we ask that you put down the right one and put up the right one as far as whoever the nominee should be for the uh, U.S. Supreme Court in Jesus' name, and I don't even know, Father God, you, it, even the, all the nations are a drop in the bucket to you, Lord, just like, hardly, hardly noticeable, but you know about how many hairs are on each one of our heads. You know about every one of us, all of our genetic makeup, we're made in your image. Ooh. you made of all men one blood, one blood. We thank you for your blood the blood of God. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. And there's some people in authority, Father God, who have been doing some nasty, nasty things. I'm not just talking about people who happen to be from Russia. I'm talking about all kinds of people from the deep state and from the World Economic Forum who have their little underlings do their deeds. Father, we ask for divine intervention, adjudication, all these areas, Father God, including those that have been put up to try and to Limit everything and everything, as we talked about on Wednesday, about trying to just basically cause the people to not produce children. Why would they want that? Why is the devil so scared of human beings? Because he said, oh, if there's just one or two prophets that pop up, they get filled with the Holy Ghost, it could be toast for him. It's the hellfire raging and waiting for him. Because the pit's being dig- dug for the wicked right now. It's being dug for all the wicked. And all those have done horrific things, including trying to cause... Children to be uh, children to have their sex changed, to be given hormones they should not be given, and all these things. Father, we ask your divine intervention concerning this business from the um, University of North Texas with younger concerning this business where he lost custody for his his uh, son. And we ask Father God, you you pour oil on troubled waters, Father God. I don't know what's going on between him and his ex-wife. Why he has an ex-wife? Father God, oh, 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 the body of Christ has not read the book too often, Father God. It says in your word, and it's in, it's in Mark, it's in Matthew, I think it's in Matthew, or Mark chapter 10. It says if we get, there have been Christians who have been divorced. And, and you know, I, there's some of them are awesome believers, Holy Ghost-filled believers, but they don't usually have, you know, five, six, seven, twenty marriages they usually repent of their sin, and whatever it was, maybe they didn't ask the Lord before they got married the first time. I don't know everybody's heart, but Father God, the people have done some really strange things in their life, and sometimes people are kind of, kind of you know how to reconcile differences that we can't even be. You know how to cause people that were dead to be alive. You can raise the people from the dead, Father God. You can do exceeding abundantly, more than we can ask or imagine. And Father God, I was just reading, a, was that today? It might have been today. I spent a couple hours in the Word today. It's a wonderful place to spend time because he teaches me and reminds me. Yeah, I might have read this 10 times, 20 times, but sometimes people forget things. Sometimes we need to be reminded. 
I suggest people are considering getting divorced to read Malachi chapter 2. Because I heard about a bunch of Christians, I forget where it was, they didn't have an actual written Bible. The, most of them were illiterate, but they had one person got a Bible, and they actually read the scriptures in Malachi chapter 2. And a whole bunch of people in that church decided, uh, I think I'd rather please God, because once you're divorced, you can only remarry the same spouse that you got divorced from or stay unmarried. At least that's what the Bible says. Now, man, not many people go along with that, and I know there are exceptions. You know, if you have a spouse that's, you know, you know, running around on and not being faithful, that's a reason to get divorced, and that is it. It's definitely in the Scripture, and that's, I think it's in First Corinthians chapter 7. I'm not trying to get off on a rabbit trail, but I think it's so important because this man who has his wife who's fighting against him, and the husband and wife need to be on the same page protecting their children. Father God, we ask for your divine help and intervention in all these situations, including Younger and his wife. We, Father God, you can do exceeding abundant. We pray for those who despitefully use us, including this gentleman and his wife. We ask you to kind of, you can reconcile the irreconcilable differences, Father God, because you can cause people to realize, hey, we're human beings. At least we're supposed to be human beings. And we don't need to be changing our DNA. We don't need to be changing our sex. We don't need to be changing our hormones against God's will. We need to be doing what he wants us to do because we're not here for us. So many people in the body of Christ, I'm still learning it too. I'm not here for my own pleasure. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. There was a great man of God, Prem, who lived in Nepal some years. Like like the Apostle Paul. Oh, God. And he was being transported because he changed his religion. He became a Christian instead of a Hindu. And he was being transported from one prison to another. And he fell and rebroke his leg. And they, they were being, there was only one, there was, a, there was a corporal or something like that, and then there was the sergeant, and the sergeant was the only one riding on a horse. Everybody else was walking from one prison to another. They don't have highways in Nepal, at least but not back then, in the 70s or 80s, whenever it was. And, 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 and Prem, the corporal said, well, let's just shoot him. He's a prisoner. But he talked to the, to the, he was trying to lead the sergeant to the Lord Jesus. He said, no, no, I, I know this man. You can trust him. I'm going to give him my horse. He'll go ahead before us to the next prison, and, 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 and uh, they'll, they'll take him in because I don't want to shoot him here. And so he went on ahead with the, with the sergeant's horse. Every, the sergeant got off his horse, and everybody walked to the prison, and Prem had to wait there with a broken leg, not having any food for three days. Why did he stay there? Why didn't he just take the horse and run away? Because he said he wanted to be able to reach the people in the body of Christ. He was more concerned with, about obeying the Lord Jesus than obeying the, the carnal flesh. Lord, help me to change the way you want me to change, Father. Because we know we have challenges, Father God. Help us all to change the way you want, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, we ask for divine intervention concerning all this business. With, with, what's going on with this, with this Texas and the, and the protest, Father God. And with that this person, if he's supposed to be elected, that he'll be elected, Father God, because you know how to raise one up and put down another. I don't even know if there are any legitimate elections anywhere on the earth, anywhere, Father God. And we know they've been rigged in Venezuela, they've been rigged in Canada, they've been rigged all over the place. How about this country? Could be, maybe, most likely. Father God, we thank you, Father God, for exposing what needs to be exposed the way they need to be exposed, Father God. We thank you for having police still. They're not all been defunded contrary to what some people wanted. They're being paid by Soros and all those. Defund the police. Why is that? Oh, they want anarchy. Why do they want anarchy? Because oh, then they can just put in their national police 
just like the Nazis did, and control everybody against their will. We bind everyone to these witchcraft spirits, every spirit of control, every witchcraft curse, we at simple on his demons to do to those demons they tend to do to us. Father, we pray for the human beings that are doing some of these things, any of those that can repent, Father God, the little witches, those that are underlings, Father God. We ask you, Father God, to save their souls, Father. We pray for those who despitefully use us to ask to save their souls. In Jesus' name. And we ask for your divine intervention and adjudication, Father God, in every one of these situations, in Jesus' name. And you said, in Psalm 79, verse 12, Render unto our neighbors sevenfold into their bosom, their reproach, wherewith they reproach thee, O Lord. And every one of these spirits, the boys, every scrambling spirit, even if Sabrina was trying to read the things, we bind every interfering spirit in Jesus' name. No one got the spirit interfere with a single word of the true living God for me and express forth from every member of the body of Christ with clarity easily be understood. For faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word. And I speak blindness to the eyes of the enemy, muteness to the mouth of the enemy, and they only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to each one of us. Father God, we ask for your divine wisdom and intervention, Father God. We will all know what you want us to do. And I thank you for those truth-tellers that are out there, Father God. Help us all to have discernment. There's some of them that have been warning us, trying to teach us practical things, but they sometimes have mixed in with a message that gets blended in with, whoa, the sky is falling, chicken little, the world, the world is ending. So I, I thank you for Mike Adams and some of the things he's done to help people to prepare us, telling them to start gardens, and he had somebody on, what was her name? Marjorie Wildcraft is a, is a site to help people to, to start gardens because they, they believe that it would be prudent that people would be able to, like they had victory gardens during World War II. We are in a world, world war. It's not the world war that they, people think of with boom, boom, boom. It's a psychological mind war. Father God, but all the people that that they give you practical advice, help us to know what practical advice you have and to follow, Father God, Equivalent. They want people to have a physical idea. And though I claim to be a Christian, but I don't know it. I don't need to know my